Flexible in value, infinite in scope, regenerative in power, infallible in authority, universal in interest, personal in application, inspired in totality. I will read it through, write it down, pray it in, work it out, and then pass it on until I become a living proof of Zion where God dwells in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Father, I ask, O oh God, Spirit of God, that you will minister through me to your children. Let none live here the same. Let everybody live here impacted. We take authority over the atmosphere. We decree and declare that this atmosphere is free. And there is a release of the flow of the Spirit from every quarters in the name of Jesus. The mind and the spirit of the people are open and alert. To receive from you tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please take your seat. Lamb of God. Seated. At the right. And of the Father you are holy. Holy you are holy. Lamb of God. Lamb of God. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. You are holy, holy, you are holy. Lamb of God, Lamb of God. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. You are holy, holy, you are holy. Seated at the right hand of the Father, you are holy, you are holy, holy, you are holy. and to your left. Mm, I don't like this. Welcome somebody to your right to Word Alive 2019. Amen. Come on, welcome somebody to 2019 Word Alive. <laughs> Hallelujah. And tonight I'm ministering to you the word I've titled The Suffering Lamb. The Suffering Lamb. Not lamb, lamb. As in goat. <laughs> as in goat. <laughs> the Suffering Lamb. As in goat. 
Amen. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. We'll take it from the verse number 15. The scripture says, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband. And he shall rule over thee. 17. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, O wives, and hast eaten of the tree. Any of us know the wives, they talk more in the home than the men. <laughs> Is this talkativeness that led us to this place? And has eaten of the tree. He says, you have hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and has eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. And he says, in sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. We're reading all the way to the last verse 21. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. Verse 19. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken. For dust thou art and unto dust shalt thou return. 20. And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them? And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Oh. 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 Things have gone wrong. Of the tree of life. Leviticus chapter 17, the verse number 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I've given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. It is the blood. 
that make it an atonement for the soul. It is what? The blood that makes atonement for the soul. I want you to take note of all these readings. We'll read quite a few scriptures and we'll start putting them and piecing them together. Exodus chapter 12 from the verse number 12 to 14. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I'm the Lord. We're reading all the way now. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, somebody say when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. When I smite the land of Egypt and this day shall be unto you for a memorial and ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. You shall keep it about as a feast, as an ordinance for how long? Forever. Forever. Wonderful. Let's go to First Peter chapter 1, the verse number 19 to 20. First Peter chapter 1, verse 19 to 20. It says, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb, somebody say a lamb, without blemish, and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Hallelujah. Was foreordained, but is now manifested in these last days for you. The Lamb of God. John chapter 1, the verse number 20. Let's take it from verse uh, 20, 20, 29. John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Let's take, actually, let's take it from 22 to 37. Then said they unto him, Who art thou? That we may give an answer to them that sent us. What sayest thou of thyself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As said the prophet Isaiah. And they which were sent were of the Pharisees. And they asked him and said unto him, Why baptizest thou then, if thou be not the Christ, not Christ, nor Elias, neither that prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you, whom ye know not. 27. He it is who coming after me is preferred before me. Whose shoes latchet I'm not worthy to unloose. 
These things were done in Bathabara, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God. Somebody say the Lamb of God. Which taketh away the sin of the world. The Lamb of God. Verse 30. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me. For he was before me. Verse 31. And I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. That he should be made what? Manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. And John bare record saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove and it abode upon him. Verse 33. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, upon whom thou shalt see the spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. 34. And I saw and bear record that this is the son of God. That this is the what? Son of God. Again, the next day after John stood and two of his disciples, 36, we're reading all the way to 37, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, behold, the lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speaking. And they followed Jesus. This, if your master says this is a lamb of God, what will you do? Follow now. <laughs> they followed Jesus. Hallelujah. They followed Jesus. I will just start from there and uh, see where we will land. But before, let's, let's take another scripture. Revelation chapter 5, verse 6. Revelation chapter 5, verse 6. And I beheld and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts and in the midst of the elders stood the lamb. Somebody say lamb. As it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. The lamb of God. Now we went, we started reading from Genesis chapter 1, chapter 3, and we saw that in creation, God gave Adam and Eve instruction. Somebody say instruction. And the instruction was that touch not the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But of every tree you may freely eat. And we saw that in that reading, we've studied it before. That the man and the woman disobeyed God. And they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And did not eat of the tree of the knowledge, the tree of life, I beg your pardon. And so because of that, when God appeared in the garden, God started, the Bible says the voice of God was walking the cool of the garden. And God cried unto man, Adam, where art thou? Adam normally would have met with God and have fellowship with God. Adam had fellowship with the presence of God. Now, I told you before that anytime you hear a voice of a person in a place, chances are that on 99% or 90% is that the person is around the area. Amen? The presence of the persons around the, around the area. Now, in the garden, what Adam used to hear was the voice of God. The scripture never said that Adam saw God face to face. It just said Adam heard the voice and went to hide. 
So the presence of God that Adam used to enjoy, now something has happened. Adam and Eve have been attacked by a foreign spirit. That foreign spirit caused them to disobey their master, to disobey the Lord. And because of that, the Bible says when God came, when God was asking for them, he said, we are hiding. Why are you hiding? Adam said, I'm naked. He said, but before then, didn't you know that you were like this before? What did you do? What have you done? Did you eat of the tree that I told you not to eat of? Adam said, yes, the woman you gave me. That's where the blame game started from. Anytime men don't want to take responsibility, say the woman you gave me. So since then, God never give women to men. You go find your own. When you have troubles, you handle your own troubles. Don't, don't say that, oh, God led me. God is a No, 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 no. You found your own wife. If it's a knife, you handle that knife. <laughs> if it's a warrior, you handle that warrior. If it's a husband beater, you handle that husband beater. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, whatever you find is yours. You carry the way it is and manage it. Yeah, yeah, you manage it. Because when you were going in, if everybody told you, no, 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 don't go there, you say, ah, no, this one is the only heart of my heart, the only rib of my rib. So, since then, God never gave. But something happened to Adam and Eve. God's Number one man, God's best man in the garden was driven out. Out of the garden that was created for him. A special place where God will come and have fellowship with him. And have communion with him was truncated. And guess what? God said, because you know good and evil now, I won't keep you in this garden. Lest you go and eat of the tree of life and stay in that falling state forever. So what did God do? God drove them out of the garden. Now that is to tell you that anytime, see God, as much as God is a loving God, God is also a God of justice. God's skills can never be unbalanced. It always has to be remain balanced. And for that, God has to always pursue justice. So God drove them out of the garden. But before God drove them out of the garden, when they showed up, they had covered themselves with leaves. God looked at them and said, Oh, Adam, what have you done? You've exposed yourself naked. Oh, naked you came. Naked you go. Adam, I clothed you before. Before you, before you expose yourself to this, I clothed you with my glory. So even if you were naked, nothing could see your nakedness. Now you have exposed your nakedness. Everything can see your nakedness. Oh, Adam. 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 And Adam went for leaves to cover just the middle part. That was the only important part to him. Because Adam was naked. I don't know whether Eve covered the upper part. But they went for leaves to cover themselves. <laughs> they were in the Amazon forest now. How many of us have watched Amazon forest on um, National Geographic? You've not watched Amazon? You don't watch National Geographic? 
You like only making money? Eh? Those in the Amazon forest, yeah, yeah. You've not watched it on TV? Eh? You know them, eh? You've seen them. Papua New Guinea. Adam has now gone to the Amazon forest. Adam. Adam. If you want to understand how Adam was, watch National Geographic. Watch the Amazon forest and the people that live there. You know how Adam was. In fact, go and watch National Geographic. Go and watch the Amazon forest. Go and watch the people that live there. Go and watch Papua New Guinea. Google it. Google it. <laughs> Adam. Adam. Adam was driven out of the garden. And an angel, a cherubim, with a flaming sword of fire, was put around the tree of life to protect the tree from Adam invading the tree. Because Adam knows now that if he touches that tree, he could live forever. The Bible says that God told them, the day you eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. And from that day, Adam and Eve, they died. How did they die? Spiritually, they lost connection with their source. Who was God? God was their source. They had lost connection. They had lost communication. They had lost everything. The Bible says, for all men have sinned and come short of the glory of God, which meant that they lost the glory. The glory that covered them, that protected them, they have lost it. So they were now exposed Exposed to the elements, exposed to everything around us, exposed to cancers, exposed to diseases, exposed to wild animals. The animals that Adam used to tame in his garden, Adam could call lion, lion come here and he would say you from today you are lion. Lion will say okay and walk away. From that day when lion saw man, lion was after man to eat him. The other time I watched one thing on WhatsApp. I think an Indian man, I don't know what he did, how he did it, but somehow he managed to find himself in the zoo, in the midst of a lion. How? Oh, he was there saying, please, please. In fact, he wanted to, is he a tiger or lion? Really? The guy? Huh? He went there, he was begging the he was begging the lion. Say please. When the lion hooked him with one hand, people were screaming from the top, trying to scare the animal. When the animal became wild, he dragged him with one hand, took him inside there. I knew that he was going to be uh, bones, because Adam, Adam lost the glory, and so everything else that feared man now came after man, including the elements. The animals. From there, I taught you before, the law of sin and death kicked in. The elements begin to affect us. Skin cancers begin, began to affect Adam. 
From that moment on, Adam's age really reduced from eternity to numbers. The longest he could live was 900 years. Then he started reducing, reducing. Till now, people could die at 10 years. People could die at 20. They said, gone so soon. What a shock. Adam. Adam, what a shock. The real shocker was in that garden. I'm sure angels would have put a poster at the gate of the Garden of Eden. What a shock. <laughs> Hashtag, what a shock. Adam. In fact, that was the trending trending hashtag. Hashtag, what a shock. The reason was that angels could not understand. They used to ask God, what is man that thou art mindful of him? What is man? That the man that you always have to leave heaven and come to earth to have communion with him. Who was this man? They never understood what man was. But God knew what man was. The Bible says, he says, let us make man in our own image after our own likeness. So that man will be like God. Now man has been reduced to man. He can't be like God anymore. Satan came to deceive him. When you eat this fruit, you become like God. When God entered, he said, okay, now since you want to become like us, you are now God of your own life. I can no more rule you. Go and fend for yourself. The Bible says God drove him out of the garden. And not just that, he put a sword. Flaming sword. He says, anywhere, Adam, if you get close, I'll take off your ears first. And I'll take off your fake hair. I'll take off. Uh, in, in, you bring your hand. I take off your hand. Adam, don't, don't, don't come anywhere close. Adam, don't come anywhere close. What a shock. <laughs> I think I should have named this, this message, what a shock. I think it will sink in more. What a shock. And drove Adam. But before he drove Adam out, he did something very instructive. The Bible says he killed the first lamb. Or the first animal was killed. A sacrifice had to be made. Blood had to be shed. And that blood, the shedding of that blood... The Bible calls it an atonement. We read in Leviticus 17 verse 11. The Bible says the life of the flesh is in the blood. And it will be used for an atonement. The word atonement means a covering. So the blood that was shed was for a covering for Adam and Eve's foolishness. Or shocker. He covered them. He says instead of going in these leaves... These leaves, they will dry up soon. Because of what you have done, these leaves, they won't even remain fresh anymore. From what Adam did, leaves start drying up. The heat, the ozone layer started eating man. Some people became very black, as black as earth. Some people too became too fair, fair as fair as white. Adam, 
cancers started eating into men's bodies. Why? Because of Adam. But God took a sacrificial lamb, killed that lamb, covered Adam's nakedness and Eve's nakedness and said, go. Go and fend for yourself. Go and dig the ground. You will dig the ground. But he says something as well to them. He says, I will put enmity between the woman and the, and the serpent. Between your seed and the seed of the serpent. And from that day onwards, man started looking for God again. And that intimacy. We'll talk about that another day. Today, we want to talk about the lamb. The lamb. The lamb. So, along the generations, because God wanted to do something for man, to somehow bring man closer, he instituted what we call the the, 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 the sacrifices in the tabernacle. So he instructed them to build the tabernacle, but he, called, he made them do this after he took them out of Egypt. So out of Egypt, before they left Egypt, something very instructive took place. In Exodus, I think Exodus, was it 12 we read? From verse 12. Shall we go there please? So kalabato for I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Verse 13. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Now, the backdrop of this story was that God prophesied to Abraham and told Abraham, I'm going to give, I'm going to give you the world. The nations are going to be yours. But before the nations become yours, come out of your father's house. Adam, Abraham did. God, through that process of cutting a covenant with a man, took Abraham and made a prototype of what he was going to do on Mount Moriah. The Bible said on Mount Moriah, the Bible says God had to use Isaac, who was the only son of Abraham that he gave birth to in old age. The Bible says he was stricken in old age and could not have children. Then at that Almost impossible state they had a child, a son, Isaac. Then God decided, well, let's see if this man qualifies for what I want to do for humanity. I want to bless humanity, but I need a man. And the man he found was Abraham. And what did he do? He said, well, Abraham, let's go engage in sacrifice. But it has to be somewhere very far away from home. Because if it is somewhere around home, Sarah will deal with you. So let's go very far away. The Bible says about three days journey. Bring your servants. But when you get to the bottom of the mountain, only you and the son, your son will go up. And when they got there, he said, okay, go up. And whilst they were going, the son asked him, Father, I see the wood. I see the knife. 
Where is the sacrifice? <laughs> because Isaac has been taught by his father that where they are going to, they are going to conduct a sacrifice. What is a sacrifice? A sacrifice is simply put a killing of an animal to for a deity. They got to up there. Once they got to the bottom, he told the guys, guys, you stay here. It's now me and the lad. We are going yonder to worship. So that sacrifice, Abraham was making us understand that it's an act of worship. As they got to the top of the mountain, they arranged the wood. Isaac was arranging the wood, everything. Put everything in place. And then when he finished, <laughs> said, dad, I asked for lamb before. It's okay, you turn. He tied him. Teenager boy. If it was Sammy today, Sammy would have called the police. Or would have called the nine. What was the number again? Nine, nine, nine. See, 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 this, this man, this man has gone mad. He's gone docile. At his age, mental, he's got, um, no, no, that thing that happens to the people in uh, homes. Dementia has attacked him. He doesn't know who I am anymore. I'm the only son. But the guy said, okay, if it is me, you will sacrifice and God will be happy. I am willing. When it comes to sacrifice, it's all about the will of the master. It's about the will of the master. We live in an age where there are too many narcissists. You know who narcissists are? People who are only concerned about themselves. If it's not me, mm -mm. and we have come to the point because there is nothing like sacrifice that registers on our mind. We are so used to everything has to be about me. What is my take in it? Anything you do, you must have a take in it. And because of that, nobody is ready to give their grounds. Everybody wants their own space. No sacrifice. But that was not how the young man was. He says, let your will be done. That. And he tied him, put him on the sacrifice wood. Ready to slay him. He took the knife. He was actually going to do it. And God called. The Bible says God through an angel called from heaven and said, Abraham, touch not the lad. For now I know you fear me. The Bible says from that day, God cut a covenant with Abraham and said, I make a covenant with you. In, in, in Galatians 3, it says, because he could swear by no nothing bigger than himself. He cut a covenant with himself. But you see, before they got to the top of the mountain, when the Lord asked him, where is the sacrifice? He says, God shall provide himself a sacrifice. He didn't say God shall provide a sacrifice. He says God shall provide himself a sacrifice. In other words, God shall make himself the sacrifice. 
The sacrifice was not Isaac. The sacrifice was the seed of Abraham. And that seed of Abraham was the lamb of God. Now, no doubt when Jesus showed up and was preaching the Pharisees and he told them that Abraham saw my day and was glad. They said, how old are you that Abraham could see your day? What they did not know was that Abraham saw him on Mount Moriah, but saw him in a type and a figure. The Bible says all of a sudden, God opened the eyes of Abraham and he saw a lamb or a ram caught in a ticket. He says, kill that lamb. That will be a substitute for Isaac. I was not interested in Isaac all along. I was interested in your willingness. I don't know how many of us are willing tonight. But if you are willing, you see, sometimes when God wants to bring you to that place of sacrifice, it's not about what you have or what he wants from you. It's about what he will bring to you. God wants to bring something to us, but sometimes he has to prove us to that point where he can totally trust us. Can God trust you? Can he trust you with money? When he asks you to bring the tithe, it's a sacrifice. It's a, it's, when he asks you to bring offerings, it's a sacrifice. But can he trust you with money that if you're able to do this, it's not a 10% is strategy. He's interested in bringing you to that place where he can provide for you more than you can carry. The Bible says from that day, Abraham said, wow, what a God. He says, he called that place Jehovah Jireh, which means my, the Lord that what? That is present or the Lord that will provide. The Lord that will provide. Can God trust you? Can he trust you with people? Can he trust you with people's secrets? Can he trust you with people's lives? Can he trust you? Can he trust you with a child? Can he trust you? Sometimes when you're going through what you're going through, we think that it's just about us. But God is not interested in you. He's interested in all of us. He's interested in something bigger than you. He wants to do something bigger than you. Jesus was the lamb of God. But the Bible says he was the lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Not himself. The sins of the world. The sins of the world. The sins of the world. And guess what? He was just a type. But the real lamb was what John saw in John 1, 29. Where he says, behold, the lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Peter puts it and Peter makes us in 1 Peter 1, 19. Peter makes us understand the verse number 20 says what? That was slain before the foundations of the world. What Adam did was not a surprise to God. God had already slain Jesus as a lamb all before it all happened. Jesus was the son of God. He was God all by himself, but he was also the lamb of God. What was the lamb for? The lamb was for sacrifice. And so when they got into Exodus, into the law, under the law, 
God had to initiate a festival called the Feast of the Passover or the Unliving Bread. And how did he do it? He did it through a lamb. The prototype that Abraham saw on the mountain. The same Abraham that God told. He says that your descendants are going to go into a foreign land. And they will stay in that foreign land for 400 years. Then I will raise for them a deliverer. But it took them 430 years. Because there was another selfish man in that place. He was not too selfish. He, 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 he wanted to help his people. But his people did not understand what he carried. And so he, he went before his time. Sometimes when God wants to keep us behind, we want to go before our time. If Moses had stayed the course of what God wanted to do, God would have still done it. Moses was in a hurry. Moses killed. And when he killed, the people said, look, 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 this man is a murderer. He cannot be one of us. So they could not see a murderer as their deliverer. But he was the deliverer. Sometimes when we see the situations of people right now, the people around you may not look like it, but they may be your deliverer. Sometimes your helper will not look like what you are seeing, but that's your helper right there. God puts the helper in unusual people, unusual places. Moses was a helper, but Moses also went ahead of time. So for 30 years, Moses was kept in the wilderness. But when he was trained, when he was ready, God said, now go. So even though God told Abraham that your people are going to stay for 400 years, they stayed for 430 years. Who told you that God can give, not give you a prophecy and the prophecy will delay? Any prophecy God gives, this is God himself that spoke to Abraham. 400 years. Did God lie? They stayed for 430 years. Because, you see, with every prophetic word that will come forth, there is a human element involved. Are you willing? Are you ready? Would you want to be that, <laughs> that person that God will want to use? Are you willing? Moses' will was involved. Moses' will as a deliverer was involved. Moses was a type of Christ as well. To deliver the people from Egypt. But to do it, God needed a lamb. And he called it the Passover lamb. Now what happened to the Passover lamb? The Passover lamb was killed the night when God, God had to visit Egypt with many judgments. There were 10 different judgments. And the theologians believe that those 10 different judgments dealt with the economy of Egypt and also dealt with the religious because Egypt was very religious. The first day Moses showed up and said to Moses, and said, sorry, Moses showed up in Pharaoh's court and said, Pharaoh, God says, I should say, what? God? What? God? I am God here. My name is Pharaoh. And I endorse this message. Pharaoh, which God? Then Moses now. Because before Moses went, Moses knew that Pharaohs, they don't fear anything. A snake is a God. A monkey is a God. 
anything is a God. And Moses showed up. He laughed because he grew up with Moses in the court. He said, ah, by you. You run away. We have been looking for you. Thank God you have come back. We will finish your case today. Then after that, we can talk about this, your nonsense God you are talking about. Which God? <laughs> he laughed. Then <laughs> Moses, the most ridiculous part was that Moses told Aaron, Aaron, we will show these people today. Bring that rod. He told, Moses, he told Aaron, put it on the ground. He turned the rod, turned into snake. Moses, um, Pharaoh laughed. He says, Moses, so when you went, <laughs> wherever you ran to, you, you went to learn magic. <laughs> snake, rod. You went to learn magic. Eh? Oh, Moses. You never learned anything in Egypt. You thought that Egypt was just here like that. We don't. He called the magicians. He said, show this boy something. They all put down their rods. The rods turned into snakes. Say, yeah, we told you. We are. <laughs> you think you are there. We too, we are here. We are here. You brought yourself with rod. <coughs> Moses. <laughs> You're a joker. But Moses did something that caught the attention of Pharaoh. He made, commanded his snake to swallow all of, all of uh, Pharaoh's snakes. He took the thing. The thing became a rod again. Say, hey, his magicians were now without rods. <laughs> Those rods, they were not ordinary rods. Those rods were rods of power. If you see old men in certain villages in Africa, Walking with rod or a stick. Walking. Don't think that those sticks are normal sticks they took from the bush. Don't, don't, don't ever make the mistake. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Don't ever make the mistake. Now, the, <clears throat> some of them will just touch you with that rod. Just your leg a little. You will have sore on that leg that will kill you. That saw will never die. It will kill you. You just look at your hands, a small voice. So these days, you just pass by now. You think you, think you have arrived. They just touch you with the rod a little bit. And then they pass by. They say, oh, you think that they are playing. If you are not cooked in the spirit, you are gone. Before you know it, that leg will just start swelling. I told you before how when my dad got sick, simple stroke, he said he had bees, thank him. They took frog, live frog from his body. Live frog. He brought some magicians from somewhere. I don't know whether he did or something. They got live frog from his body. Where did the frog come from? So don't, don't joke. Don't take that those rocks. What Moses did first was to cripple them by taking away their power. Then they went to cook, cook, cook. There were 10 different things. But the last one that broke the camel's back when, was when the firstborns of all of Egypt. He says, God says, Israel is my firstborn. And I will give him in exchange for your firstborn. Because what Moses was, what Egypt was doing was trying to challenge the power of God. And you see, in fact, before that happened, God told Moses, he says, Moses, eat. Don't think that Pharaoh will let you go easily. He will not let you go easily. Except by a strong hand. 
So God had to demonstrate his strong hand. I pray that anything fighting you, may that thing be swallowed. May the strong hand of God be shown on your behalf. In this season, I pray that may the strong hand of God begin to manifest on your behalf. May you not go down when you're supposed to go up. In Jesus' name. I've not reached there yet, so slow down, slow down. Let me say my story. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. So, that night, he instructed them, kill a lamb. This lamb is not an ordinary lamb. It shall be spotless and blameless. It shall be a lamb that is spotless and blameless. So under the Old Testament sacrifices, what you need to atone for sins or to atone for things is blood. Somebody say blood. blood. Yeah, yeah, blood. And that blood has to be done through sacrifice and through a lamb. Hallelujah. And that Passover lamb was supposed to be what? A lamb that is spotless. First, we saw in First Peter chapter 1 verse 19 where, let's, let's go there. So Jesus was a type of this lamb. This is but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. That's why when Jesus came, the Bible says there was no girl found in him. He was a man yet without sin. The Bible says he became our ransom, our payment for everything Satan had done. When Adam committed that high treason, every man that was born from that day became slaves to Satan and to sin. And when you are a slave to Satan, Satan will make sure that you are dealt with. Sicknesses will take over. Diseases will take over. Confusion will take over. So Satan had become Lord over man. And so we needed a ransom, a payment to be released. Jesus was that payment. First Corinthians chapter 5 verse um, seven. Let me start introducing my subjects. First Corinthians five seven. It says, "Patch out therefore the old living, that ye may be a new lamp, as ye are unleavened, for even Christ." Our Passover is sacrificed for us. Is what? Sacrificed for us. So Jesus was not just killed. He was sacrificed. And he was not just a sacrifice because people killed him. He sacrificed himself. He sacrificed what? Himself. He became our sin offering himself. He gave himself away himself, of his own self. How can God become flesh, become a lamp? It's a mystery of God. But he did it all before it happened. Nothing happened that took God by surprise. 
everything that happened and has happened has always been God's plan. God had always known. It was not like God was taken by surprise that, hey, would this happen or this would not? No, 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 no. That's why it's called all-knowing God. He's omniscient. He's able to know the past, the present, the future. He knows what will happen 10 years from now. He knows what will happen 5 years from now. He knows what will happen 2 years from now. That's why, you see, planning your life is unnecessary. Let him plan your life for you. Yeah? Let him plan your life for you. Christ, our Passover. So, they killed the Passover lamb. That was the last straw. He says, I will kill all of Egypt's firstborn for you, Israel. The only way you can be exempted is that kill that lamb. It must be blameless and put it on the doorpost so that when the angel sees the blood, it will pass over. That blood became our Passover blood. And so, you see, we said earlier on that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. With blood must be shed. Blood must be shed. And the shedding of the blood was, was to make up for what God has already planned. Was to pay for man's sins. Because man sinned. So another man must come and pay for it. In the Old Testament, in types and shadows, the high priest will go in and make sacrifices. We'll talk about that maybe tomorrow. I won't talk about that. Let me stay on my course so that I don't miss the mark, the lamb of God. So when he came, Hebrews chapter 9, let's get into this thing. Jesus. Hebrews chapter 9. We'll take it from verse 1, please. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust you more. The Bible says, then verily, the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. Verse 2. For there was a tabernacle made, the first, wherein was the candlestick and the table and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. Shall we go on? And after the second veil, the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all. I will explain that tomorrow, about the tabernacle tomorrow. And after the second veil, you just call the holiest of all. We finish this. Let's go on, please. Quickly. Quick, 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 quick. Which had the golden censer and the ark of the covenant overlaid round about with gold, wherein was a golden pot that had manna and Aaron's rod that budded and the tables of the covenant. Go on. And over it the cherubims of glory, shadowing the mercy seat of which we cannot now speak particularly. Verse 6. Now, when these things were thus ordained, the priests went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God. So, you see, these were ordinances. They were ordained. Now, when was it ordained? It was ordained after they left Egypt. After that first Passover. 
50 days after they left Egypt became what they call Pentecost. Okay, so they celebrated festivals and part of the festival was that they made the Passover or the Feast of Unliving Bread a festival. And God says, make it a memorial throughout all your generations. But that was because the Old Testament has also been instituted or the law has been instituted. And under the law, they were supposed to do this as a foreshadowing or a type towards the real. And the real was the Lamb of God. So this was done with goats and calves and bulls. But the real Lamb was the Lamb of God. Verse 7. But into the second went the high priest alone once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. Now, I told you I'll talk about the tabernacle because the tabernacle will lead us into something tomorrow. So I won't talk too much about it. I've talked about it before, but just for the purpose of reading, I want, I'm going somewhere with this. The Holy Ghost, this signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest, while as the first tabernacle was yet standing. Verse 9 which was a figure for the time then present in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience. So they made those sacrifices. They sacrificed goats, lamb, and all that. And the Passover lamb was always sacrificed, but it never made them perfect. It never made them perfect. And so God was using this to introduce his last sacrifice. And the only sacrifice. And that sacrifice was the Lamb of God. Which was a figure for the time. Please go on. Go, go on. Don't be waiting for me. Okay. Now which stood only in meats and drinks. And diverse washings and carnal ordinances imposed on them. Until the time of reformation. Until this time. Hallelujah. But Christ. Somebody say Christ. Christ. Being come an high priest of good things. To come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. That is to say, not of this building. I'll talk about this tomorrow. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. He came as the lamb of God. But as the lamb, he needed to shed his blood. And to shed his blood, he needed to be killed. To shed his blood, he needed to become a sacrifice. Somebody say a sacrifice. Not just a sacrifice, a blameless sacrifice. Note that the Bible says there was no sin found in him. He was a perfect man. God's perfect man. But as God's perfect man, he also became our ransom. Our ransom means he became our payment. He paid for us so that the prison that we were in, we were released. He stepped into the prison for us. But he stepped into the prison as a lamb. As a lamb. As a lamb. The Bible says that in... Let's... Let's... Um, let, um, Psalm 40. Psalm 40. Um, let's take it from the verse number, maybe um, five there, but let me see. Hallelujah. 
Psalm 40. Let's take it from verse 6. From verse 6 there about. Now Jesus says something very instructive about himself. And we found this in the book of Hebrews. Okay. This is what he said. He says, sacrifice and offering thou didst not desire. My ears hast thou opened. Bent offering and sin offering hast thou not required. In the, under the Old Testament, what they were offering were bent offerings and sacrifices of goats and animals. He says, God, you did not require it. It did not help with the matter. It did not appease you. It did not remove our sins. So we saw in Hebrews, the Bible says, he went in with his own blood once and for all to cleanse us and to what? Wash away our sins. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. The Lamb of God. The Lamb of God. The Lamb of God. He was that Lamb that was killed in the garden as a type. He was that same Lamb that replaced Isaac on Mount Moriah. He was that same Lamb. No doubt in Galatians, the Bible says that the seed of Abraham is actually Christ, not Isaac. Isaac was just a type. But the seed of Abraham was Christ, the Lamb of God. When John saw him, John said, Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. What a way to introduce him. What a way to introduce a man. If I just saw you, I said, Ah, good. Good. Good for EWG. Goat, you see it as an insult. Goat. But Jesus knew this. It was revealed to the prophet David. David prophesied this in Psalm 40 verse 6. Go down to verse 7. It says, then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. It has always been written of him that he will be the lamb. Note that when we read in Revelation, the end of the book, the Bible says, as it was what? Like as if he was a slain lamb in the throne, the middle of the throne. He was the lamb. He was the lamb. And he was not just a lamb, he was killed. He was what? Slain. He was slain. Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book it is written of me. Verse 8. I delight to do thy will. When Jesus came, I told you before that see, when it comes to sacrifice, it is not about your will. It's about his will. He says, I came not to do my will, but his will. Know that in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was praying with his disciples, he was so tired. He says, I'm so grieved unto death. I'm afraid death is coming on me. You think he was not afraid? He was human just like you and I. He saw death coming. He says, I can feel death on me. I can feel death around me. Guys, can you pray with me? Can... And it got to a point, he realized that these guys could not help him. He went on praying. When he came back, he said, guys, well, the hour of darkness has come. Forget about it. Peter said, master, we are now ready. We'll pray. We'll pray with you. We are ready. We are ready. He said, no, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. The hour and the time for the son of man to be sacrificed and offered has come. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Sometimes prayer is too late. Sometimes other things are too late. This time, it was too late.
but he prayed. And when he was praying, the Bible says that his sweat became like blood. And, and he, was, he was with fear, yet he was praying. And the Bible says his sweat became like blood. He would have said he wouldn't do it. He said, this cup is too much for me, Lord. But nevertheless, not my will, O Lord, but your will be done. He became our sin bearer, our sin sacrifice, so that he will fulfill the will of the Father. It was for the Father's will, not his will. Left to Jesus alone. In that garden of Gethsemane, I said, I brought myself. Look, I don't want to do it anymore. No. Me, I want to leave. I'm God all by myself. I'm going back. And he would have just vanished there. But he says, no, not my will, Lord. If he debunked from that place, all of us, all of us, because of what Adam did, would have still been naked, exposed. Exposed to the elements. I had a a song today. And the song ministered to me so much. He says, "Why, why should a man carry God and cry why? was sung by Bucci. He says, why should a man carry God and suffer? Why? Why should a man carry God and be asking why? Why should a man carry God and be weak? Why? Because of what Christ did, we now carry God. We are not just ordinary people. We carry God. His sacrifice made us to be qualified. His sacrifice. He could have said, not my, I'm tired, I don't want to. But he says, not my will, oh God, your will be done. Many of us, when it comes to our life, it's our own will. It's, we, are, we are the king of our own lives. We are the king. We are in the driving seat. We do what we want, how we want it, whatever time. Even when God says, I need your attention, you say, no, 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 no. Some people tonight could have been here. They're at home. Why? Because they don't see it as important. It's just another of those meetings with apostles, isn't it? It's just another meeting. But it's not just another meeting. It's the congregation of the saints to understand why we believe what we believe. For the word to come alive in you. So that you will not carry God and be dying. You will not carry God and be singing, why Lord? He says, I delight to do thy will, O Lord. Isaiah 53 from verse 1. As a sacrifice, as a lamb, he was carried. When they captured him in the garden of Gethsemane, some few, some few hours after he told Peter, forget about it, it's done. When they showed up, the same man that healed their sick fed them in their droves. They came with clubs, with sticks. He asked them, who seeketh thou? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am he. When he said, I am he, they fell. All of them fell. The people, the same people that were coming with staffs. If that man is just saying, I'm he, and they are falling, could you imagine what he could have done? Peter, 
took knife. When they said you should pray, he refused to pray. When it was time now to be strong, he took knife. The first thing he did was cut somebody's knife. Yeah. How many years can you cut before they finish with collapse? It won't work. Because, see, there are certain things, they are spiritual. So they demand spiritual approach. Jesus told him, any man that lives by the sword will die by the sword. This is not natural. This is not physical. This is spiritual. Peter, put that knife down, my friend. It's not time to cut ears. When you were supposed to be praying, you were dozing and sleeping. You were snoring. Now it is time to be spiritual. You are now cutting ears. You have become carnal. When they say be spiritual, you don't want to be spiritual. Now when it is time to be spiritual, you are being carnal. See how you are, you are misbehaving all over the place. Cutting people's ears. Shouting at people. Thinking people are your problem. But they are not your problem. The real master was Satan. He was hiding in that garden. The same serpent in the garden that came after the first man, Adam, was still after the second man, Adam. <laughs> he was hiding there. He said, guys, get him. That's him. And guess what? He used the, one of the men closest to him, Judas, Iscariot, Yehuda. When Yehuda came, he said, Yehuda, where have you been? Have you come to sell the son of man? But it was, you see, when you read Psalm 41, don't go there. Psalm 41 makes you understand that he was to be betrayed. Okay, actually, we can look at it. Psalm 41, verse, I think verse 9 or so. He says, so Judas, you came to betray me. Look at it. Psalm 41. He says, yeah, my own familiar friend. Yehuda, my friend. So you are the one choking me. Don't think that the person choking you is far from you. He's, uh, Jesus said, a man's enemy are members of his own household. As he said, oh, oh I'm, I rejoice with you. I'm celebrating with you. Ah. He thinks he has arrived. We shall see. We shall see. As he says, as he says, oh, oh, we are happy for you. Uh, we are happy. Mm. And, and you too. Everything. You go and put it on Facebook. Hey, 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 I'm pregnant. Or Instagram. I'm trending. <laughs> okay, you're coming. I'm trending. I'm trending. Eh? Or you put it on WhatsApp, your picture, smiling. You and your husband. <laughs> you are very fine. Okay. You are coming. Yehuda is coming. Yehuda is coming. Yehuda. And when Yehuda comes, Yehuda will come through the snake. Yehuda. Nobody is using blood of Jesus now. <laughs> I'm not your Yehuda. I'm not your Yehuda. Yay. My own familiar friend in whom I trusted. Who would you trust with your money? Your best friend. Yeah. Your Yehuda. Your Yehuda. Your Yehuda. I'll give you a true life story. There was a man. The day they married, it was all flamboyance. 
and everything was going on. And everything was a fantastic wedding. And they lived for many years, even had children. But that woman was a witch. The man lost his job, came to sit at home. The man was frustrated from one thing to the other. And guess who was doing him? Yehuda. And Yehuda was not far away. Yehuda was under his blanket. Yehuda. 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 The day she was caught. Thank God for prophets. The day she was caught. I said, why? Why? But this work, I bring it home for all of us to eat. So I was planted before, before, before. <laughs> I was planted to get into your life to destroy you. All these children, all these things, they are all, they are fanfare. It's a means to an end. We want to destroy you. This, you have not seen anything yet. We wanted to finish you. You should thank your God. We've tried several times. Anytime we want to finish you, somehow, something will, Yehuda was in his house. Not far away. In his house. On his bed. If you have a snake on your bed, you went to sleep. You wake up. Can you imagine you woke up and snake? What will you do, Agnes? That you woke up and it's a snake. Eh? <laughs> Even the soldier is running through the window. He, he'll forget his guard. He'll go to the window. <laughs> Yehuda, a man, my familiar, a man that did eat with me, which did eat of my bread, and has lifted up his heel against me. Sometimes the people you borrow money to, you, they, are, they are your problem. So I need to help them. If I don't help them, nobody will be there to help them. You die and see if somebody will not help them. Oh, I must help them. I must help them. The day you took that money and sent, since that day, you have never been able to, to, to have have enough. It's not only in Africa. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Didn't I tell you the story of that white girl, British girl in London, that uh, the prophet Apostle Johnson Suleiman went to the hotel. He was ministering in London. And people went on their knees welcoming him. This white girl who is a receptionist. Ah, what is this? Why are you? Everybody bowing to a man. He said, not just a man, no. <laughs> so this girl went, had the audacity to go and ask him, why are people bowing to you? Are you not just a man like all of us? They call him daddy, daddy. He said, hey. He told him, look, tonight when you go to bed, you, your menstrual part, your mother has been eating it. Tonight, just watch. Are you not your menses? Say, hey, how did you know? Yeah, tonight watch when you put it in the bin your mother that stays with you goes to take it and suck the blood white, white, white woman yes, British white woman witchcraft doesn't know color doesn't know color Yehuda doesn't know color black or white, yellow, green Yehuda is Yehuda yeah, so forget about this Africa business it's everywhere 
British got talent. Can't you see British got talent? Can't you see all witchcraft being demonstrated on television? And people are like, <laughs> they, are, they are so amazed. And they are excited about witchcraft. Don't worry, I'll be closing in some few minutes. Yehuda. 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 Our lamp was sold. Three pieces of silver. 30 pieces of silver. But you see, when Yehuda was doing it, he thought that oh, this man, anytime they want to kill him, he just wriggles. This time he will wriggle himself. Let me just make quick cash. Quick cash. When they catch him, he would definitely, when he went to the garden and they said, I'm he, and they fell on the ground, he said, yeah, I knew he would do it. Yeah, yeah. The second time when they fell, he said, yeah, yeah, I knew it. They can't catch this man. My superman. Superman. Then Jesus said, I'm he. If you desire me, leave this one, stake me. Should hey? I said, Jesus, what is this you are doing? You are letting them carry you away? They took him away. Isaiah 53. And as a lamb, the Bible says they led him as a lamb before his sharers. They slapped him. The same man that healed their sick, they slapped him. The same man that healed their sick, they spat on him. I want, I want to paint a picture of what our lamb suffered. He was our Passover lamb. But he was also our suffering lamb. He says, who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Go on. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. And as a root out of, thy, out of a dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Now some of us thought that uh, Mel Gibson's movie on the, on the passion of Christ was the best that was acted. It was gruesome. As gruesome as it was, it didn't come any close to what happened to our lamb. He was beaten. He was battered. As they were whipping him, every whip, there were special Roman whips that they made with edges that had metals. When they laid it on him, it tore the flesh. So every second they laid a whip on him, his flesh was being torn. Every second they laid on him, his flesh was being torn. His flesh was so torn until he became a pulp of blood. You saw the man you saw was not a man anymore. Just like a clot of blood just hanging there. We saw them cover, cover him with something around his waist. He was not covered. He went straight to Amazon forest. Remember first Adam? That's what they did him. Jesus was naked. He was stripped naked in public. He was stripped naked. Everything was hanging there. There was no shame anymore. Nothing. He bore our shame so that we would not bore that kind of shame anymore. He became our lamb sacrifice, our substitute. He was not just our ransom. He took our place. He took our place. What we should have suffered, what that man did as a shocker in the garden was what he became. The Bible says there was no comeliness. The sight that when you see him, you will reject him. The disciples saw him, they could not recognize him. 
They could not recognize him after his beatings. And guess what? They, they took him through six different trials. The first one was a kangaroo one. He arranged some kangaroo with uh, Caiaphas' um, father-in-law, Annas. And they passed judgment. Took him from there to Caiaphas, the high priest. And guess what? Annas had before prophesied. No, Caiaphas had prophesied that it would be better that one man will die for the nation. What he did not know, the scripture said, was that he, had, he was fulfilling prophecy. He was fulfilling prophecy that Christ would die for all men. His death was not for only you and I. It was for the whole world. As they were beating him, every disease that would ever be laid on man was laid on him. Every sickness, when they were beating him, every scream that came out of the mouth of our lamb, every agony, every pain that came out of his body was your pain. The pity monthly became nothing. His hair was blood. His face was blood. Everywhere was blood. When you saw him, he was a clot of blood. But that's the Christianity we have today. The Christianity we have today is Facebook. <laughs> I'm trending. <laughs> we, we, when, when we are clapping in church, we, we say, I'm in, I'm in church now. I'm in church now. I'm in church. But somebody paid for it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But somebody paid for it. And the price was the price of the Lamb of God. John saw him and said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. He came to take away sins. First John, First John puts it this way, that he came to manifest that he would take away the sins of men. He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. A man in the garden of Gethsemane, he was saying, this is too much for me. This cup, it's too much. How can I drink this cup? It's too much. It's too much. The man of Galilee that healed blind Bartimaeus, the same man that brought Lazarus from the dead, now he's a man that is put on trial, going to die. But if we walk in the, no, 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 not here, not here. I didn't say you should come here now. Don't worry, this one's, yeah, you just quote them and we go. Go, go to my Isaiah 53. Let me finish that thing. So, who has believed our. Go, go to verse 3. I think we're in verse 3. I know you're doing a good job. The Lord bless you. Okay? He's despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. If you saw that lamb, if you saw Jesus in that state, you will not want to worship him. There are many of us today, the Jesus we are worshiping, we don't know him. If you knew the Jesus that you are worshiping, that this Jesus was, he was a mockery and a ridicule. They decided to make a mockery of him. They made a mockery of our Jesus. They made a mockery of him. Surely, he has borne our griefs. And carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken. Smitten of God. And afflicted. When they were beating him. God was happy. God was what? Happy. 
But as he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Your healing was in that beating. Your pain was in that beating. Your breakthrough was in that beating. Your miracle was in that beating. He was not just an ordinary lamb. He was the lamb of God. He was God's sacrifice. God's sacrifice. All we, like a sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. All of us, our sins were put on the lamb. He was put on the lamb. Verse 7. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. That is what a lamb is. When a lamb is ready to be slaughtered, he opened not his mouth. They accused him. He said nothing. Are you the one? Are you Jesus, the king? Nothing. He opened not his mouth. The Bible says he is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. They brought him to the butcher's house and they butchered him. They butchered him. When they would have released him, they asked, could we replace him with Barabbas? You know, every year, I mean, Pilate says, we can release one prisoner. Should we release him, Jesus of Nazareth, so that we can deal with keep Barabbas? He said, no, we want Barabbas. Barabbas, a criminal. The guy had black teeth beating them everywhere. This guy was a guy that, in fact, when they were doing everything, he was just laughing. <laughs> Hardened criminal. His hair, curled and dirty. The guy is a hardened criminal. He'll catch you, he'll beat you and take your money from you. They knew him. Barabbas was a known name in the city. He was a hardened criminal. He was a mafia boss. He said, release us, Barabbas. Away with this Jesus. Let his blood be upon us and upon our children. They did not know they were cursing themselves. Take him away and crucify him. Pilate says, I wash my hands of the blood of even Pilate washed his hands. And they took Jesus. And they went to crucify him. They did not talk. They nailed the hands of the Son of God. Our lamb was nailed to the stake. Nailed to the cross. His mother was watching. His father, I don't know where he went. I think he vanished from the scene a long time ago. But they were nailing him. The same hands that healed their sick, they nailed those hands. Nailed him. Beat him. Beat him. Nailed him. And as they were nailing him, the Jews were happy. They were happy. Excited. Finish him. Finish him. Away with him. The Lamb of God. The magnitude of the price he paid is beyond our comprehension. As a sheep before his shearers is damp, so he openeth not his mouth. He could not answer for himself. 
Verse 8. Since he was taken from prison and from judgment, then who shall declare his generation? In other words, who shall tell us who the real Jesus was? That's what I'm telling you tonight. He was the lamb. He says, who shall tell us? For he was cut out, cut off, out of the land of the living. In other words, he was, he was killed before his time. Many of us today, if somebody died before their time, we will cry. We will say, oh, this guy died too early. What a shock. This guy, he also died 33 years old. He was being crucified like a criminal. Naked, stuck naked. All his things were hanging. Everything, anything you can cover was hanging. And Jesus was being nailed. He was being nailed. He was being nailed. His mother looked at him and cried. Oh, my son. But it was too late. Peter looked from afar. It was too late. John was closest near the women. And he said to John, John, Behold your mother. When he got to Golgotha, where they were going to kill him finally, as our scapegoat, the Bible says, he said, I test. They gave him vinegar because they wanted it to dull his senses. He would not drink. bowed his head and said Father forgive them for they know not what they do. Even when they were beating him and killing him he still said they know not. He still forgave. What a man. What a man. What a man of love. If only Christians could be that close and not be vengeful Everything they do to us, we must, they must repay. What a man. What a man. If only we could have his kind of heart. That heart of love. Liquid love. He said, Father, forgive them. For they know not. If they knew. If they knew. Later on, we'll find out in Acts. They said, you killed the prince of life. If they knew. They said, had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. If they knew, if they knew that the same God they have been worshipping is the same God they were crucifying. He came to them, they did not recognize him. They did not know him. They killed him. They butchered him. The Bible says he was like a lamb before his shearers. It's like everybody wanted a piece of him. And the Roman soldiers were there to execute him. They did it. Heavy nails were pierced through his hands, such that when he resurrected, you can see through the nails. When we go to heaven, we will see through those nails. He's still there. This, are not, this is not a fiction. What am I? He gave up the ghost. 
He said, it is finished. Bowed his head. And all of a sudden, the whole place went dark for three hours. Three hours of pitch darkness. Why? Because creation could not behold its creator die before it. And before that, some few minutes before that, he said, Eloi, Eloi, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He was forsaken. It was as if God has forsaken him. God has turned his back on him. But he knew that was what was going to happen. Because God needed that lamb to be sacrificed. He was your lamb. He was my lamb. He was shared. He was killed. He was slaughtered. He sacrificed himself. So that his blood could pay for you and I our sins. He gave up the ghost and said, into your hands, I commend my spirit. And said, it is finished. I have paid. Everything that I need to fulfill under the law, I have. And Jesus died. Oh. He died. The son of God is dead. God in flesh is dead. Jesus is dead. The mighty healer is dead. The man that made the cripple walk is dead. Who shall declare his generation? The scripture says. Who? His life has been cut short. He's dead. The healer is dead. The man that walked on water and said, peace be still, is dead. He told Peter, you will deny me. Peter said, no, 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 no. And Peter denied him. It pained him the most. When he saw the master die, Peter ran. He cried. Peter cried. How could I, how could I, Disown my master like this. But a lot of us would have done worse if we were in Peter's shoes. He died. The lamb is dead. The lamb is dead. Truly, he's a lamb. Truly, he is a lamb. He has been crucified. The heart of the father was pierced. But something very instructive happened. All of a sudden, the earth began to quake. The whole place standed. The elements began to react. The atmosphere changed. The rocks began to shake. And then the Roman soldier that supervised his killing said, truly, this is the son of God. He testified. I don't know what he saw. 
when he saw the lightning everything and the pitch darkness for three hours and after that the lightning he says this is the son of God when he came all of a sudden somebody as well started running from the temple to go and meet Caiaphas the high priest to tell him what has happened in the temple I'll tell you tomorrow Caiaphas almost ran mad. He went beside himself. But the last thing I want to say tonight was that the Roman soldiers came to be sure that they had died because the time had so much passed. The drama and everything around Christ's crucifixion made it take so long that he was crucified. The Bible says he was crucified between two thieves. If you read Isaiah 53 again, it says that he was crucified. He was killed among Wicked, the wicked. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Oh, Jesus, the Lamb has been sacrificed. There was nothing that was found that was guilty about him, but they had to kill him. They just want to kill him. When the Romans who just came, they started breaking legs. The other thieves had not died. So they broke legs. When they came to Jesus, they found that he had already died. So the Romans who just said, this one is dead. So really? Okay, let's prove that he's dead. They took a spear. Pierced his side. And water and blood came out prove that he had died. But there is a significance to that. I'll tell you about that in regards to the temp tabernacle tomorrow. Watch out for part two. Tonight, I just came to tell you a story of the lamb. That's why I'm taking my time. I wanted you to really see what actually happened. What took place in the garden has been rectified in our lamb. And it was called the Passover lamb. So that when the angel of destruction that kills men, when he sees his blood, he will pass over. As many that will believe him, that man on that tree, that truly is a son of God. You will not die like the Egyptians. You will not go to hell. But you will have eternal life. So they took his body and Joseph Arimathea, the rich man, went to bury him in his tomb. Rise up, let's close. <coughs> Tomorrow we shall talk about what that water and blood all represents. You know, in the tabernacle, when the tabernacle worship was instituted, under the tabernacle, in fact, it is still, still there. They, they are still worshiping in, in, in the temple. 
and under the temple, there is a river that flows under the temple. So normally, when they wash, they kill the animals in the temple, the blood of the animal mixes with the water under the temple and passes out. So when you are around the temple, what you see is the blood of mixed with water. When they pierce the heart of our lamb, it was blood mixed with water. But I'll tell you what it means tomorrow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lamb of God. Is our lamb. Is our sin offering. He was not just a lamb. He was a sin offering. Oh. He was not just a lamb. He was a sin offering. He was a sin offering. He was a sin offering. Now the reason why he died was for one reason. So that you and I will not go through the kind of pain he went through. That's why that song I told you about earlier on ministered so strongly to me. Why should a man carry God and die? Why should a man carry God and say why? Why should a man carry God and cry? Why should a man carry God and be depressed? Why should a man carry God? This Christ, when he was a lamb, he stayed a lamb. When he resurrected, he resurrected a lion. But he also resurrected as our spirit, our present spirit in us. <laughs> Why should he be in us? And we will suffer. It's a mockery of what he did. Mockery. Mockery. Tonight, you want to pray. And your prayer tonight, hold the hands of somebody. Let's come into agreement. Come into agreement with somebody. Come into agreement with somebody. Look for somebody. You're your own. Hallelujah. Come into agreement with somebody tonight. And we are praying tonight. We are saying, Lord, this sacrifice is my sacrifice. His death was my death. His crucifixion was my crucifixion. I cannot suffer the same burdens again. Lift up your voice and declare, Father, I thank you that my lamb was crucified in my place. He took my place that I may take his place. I thank you, the Father, that he took my place. My sacrifice has been completed. Therefore, I refuse to suffer the things he suffered. I refuse to suffer shame. I refuse to suffer mockery. I refuse to suffer diseases. I refuse to suffer shame. I declare tonight, as I come into agreement with my sister, I declare, Father, every yoke of bondage is destroyed over my life, over her life, in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Come into agreement. Come into agreement. Leto prakata kalabada ha. Leto prakata labada ha. Leto prakete leberebe ha. Leka prakata labada ha. Mazo prata labade. 
Mazonga lebragia, leteke la bradada baha. Jesus, our redemption. Jesus, our sacrifice. Jesus, my substitute. Jesus, my ransom. The price has been paid for me. The price has been paid for my health. The price has been paid for your health. Therefore, declare it tonight. Lesoprakatakabaha. Elosopragadebado. Every disease that would ever attack me has been laid upon him. Therefore, I declare in the name of Jesus. Losopragetayabaha. The Bible says, by his stripes, I was healed. By his stripes, I was healed. By his stripes, I was healed. Raboseke. Lekotoba. Likabaha. Letopara. Lekobrege. Lesopradia. I receive strength. Oh, Rababaha. Come and pray tonight. Declare strength. Declare strength. Declare strength. Declare strength. In the name of Jesus. Lekopahadabaha. Lekobrege de Gosha. In the name of Jesus. He did not just become a lamb to be crucified on his own. He was sold out. Therefore tonight you are praying. Any Yehuda in your life that you are not aware of. Lord expose them. Father expose them. By their finished work let them be exposed. Any Yehuda, anybody that has been assigned to your life to give you pain. To cause you pain. Any unseen force, we are commanding that let them be arrested tonight. Now declare me, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I come into agreement with my sister, I declare everybody that is an unseen force sponsoring my pain, sponsoring my shame, sponsoring frustration in my life, Father, let them be exposed in the name of Jesus, Lord. Let them be exposed. Now, I release the fire of God against them. Now, lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Anything that is responsible. Let them be exposed. Jesus was not oblivious. He knew who his enemy was. A man is familiar. Any devil sponsoring my pain, sponsoring my sister's pain in the name of Jesus. Any devil, any serpent hidden, O God, in the name of Jesus, let them be exposed. Latabaha, 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 in Jesus' mighty name. Now we are praying once again. The Bible says that by his stripes he was beaten. By his stripes we were healed. Therefore you are praying right now. And I want you to pray this thing seriously. Don't pray saying, okay me, I don't think I have any sickness in my body so I'm not bothered. There can be hidden things in your body that will not be diagnosed. Except the Lord helps you. Therefore, we are praying right now that anything hidden or unhidden yet to be diagnosed 10 years time, 5 years time, right now, I command it to wither. I declare that I will not accommodate sickness. Declare me Father, in the name of Jesus, I come into agreement. Your word says, whatsoever 
two or three shall agree touching anything I declare that any sickness or disease sponsored by wicked forces into my life right now I command them to wither in the name of Jesus any sickness released into the life of my sister I declare right now wither and die in the name of Jesus any sickness released in your dreams any sickness released in your life any poison released from the realm of the spirit in your sleep in your dream right now let them be neutralized I neutralize them in the name of Jesus I neutralize any puncture anything injected into my life sickness and disease expire pass out by his stripes I was healed by his stripes I was healed by his blood I have been ransomed by his blood I've been redeemed lift up your voice begin to play place a demand upon the flowing blood that flows from Emmanuel's vein in the name of Jesus any sickness any disease fired into my life I command them go back to sender go back to sender retire 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 we command pains to go we command weakness to go we command pain to go rapataya 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 rapata ataya eloto pelida let them wither let them wither from their roots any disease diagnose undiagnosed wither from your roots sickness and pain come out from my body in the name of Jesus come out from the body of my sister in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus we have prayed Pray in final prayer. The Bible says our peace was upon him. The chastisement of our peace was placed upon him. Anything stealing your peace, anything taking away your peace, anything taking away your ability to be yourself, anything that is making you not to enjoy life to the maximum, right now our peace was placed upon him. Therefore declare me father in the name of Jesus my peace was upon Christ my confusion was put upon him therefore I step into my peace I declare anything that takes away my peace steals my peace tonight I curse it I come into agreement with my sister I declare anything stealing her peace is cancelled in the name of Jesus anything stealing your joy is cancelled from tonight I command a turnaround for you in the name of Jesus I declare supernatural supply of finances supernatural supply of everything you need in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Kadabaha, leko pagadaha, mandegelegaha, parado toto, pelekapa, pariha, lekapa, da 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 ba. 
Oh Rabasata, 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 Mandeleba, Elata, 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 anything that takes away my peace, I commanded, let it go, Elata, Rabadaba, 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 in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Okay, you can lose the hands now. Also, play something for me. Just play anything. Lekoa paloso pradiga lantonimianta zagabaha kua katata eteme ente peliso pradia elua pa sasa patoto baha rapatsoka kapapaha lente pelede 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 liza pratoka brande keta latua paratata elete parida Luso pradiga tata lenke telegedegedea regabasota 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 rakapapapa 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 rapatala babaha maso pradiga lababa repatsota libradia santala lababa kata rabas lepratsata mankapala lababa Leta prata la babaha, leka prata babaha, la prata la 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 babaha. In the name of Jesus. Now, everybody put your attention on me. Put your attention on me. I release for you right now everything the lamb was slain for. The lamb was slain so that you would enjoy the lamb was slain that you will be protected the lamb was slain that every defect in your body will be corrected therefore by eternal life I correct everything that is wrong in your bodies in the name of Jesus I minister eternal life to your spirit I declare by eternal life let your organs be corrected let your organs be fine be able to function well let your internal organs function well your body is healed your body is healed your body is healed your skeletal frame is healed every infection in your body is passed out in the name of Jesus by eternal life I release for you money by eternal life I release for you resources by eternal life I correct everything that is wrong in your life by eternal life I prophesy into your life that everything that has delayed begin to come into manifestation in the name of Jesus 
by speedy manifestation. I correct everything that is a defect. Atuande kaliande katuanda etoniande ketea sadua parada kata any encounter you have had in your dreams that have manifested in the physical right now by eternal life proceeding from this altar I declare now that devil is confronted and I bind that devil in the name of Jesus I lose you from every embarrassment I lose you from every pain I lose you from every pain we are transmitters of life we transmit eternal life Therefore, I transmit eternal life into your situation, into your life, into your finances, into your marriage, into your home, into your womb, into your life. I transmit eternal life that brings resources. Receive now. I say receive now. I say receive now. I release angels, special angels to minister to you tonight in the name of Jesus. Now I release now the forces of heaven to minister to you now in the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus, receive ministration of the spirit. 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 Before this four days is over, things will be corrected. I've been waiting on the Lord for you. I've been praying. One of the days like that, I had an encounter. It's one of the men that I love. I hear him. I listen to his preaching. And uh, it was like a service like this. And I'd invited them. They have ministered. And I took over and I was ministering, preaching. And then the Spirit of God told me, minister the word and also minister the spirit and I began to speak now receive the ministration of the word and the spirit all of a sudden the man of God was at the city fell on the floor everybody started falling on the floor and then the Lord told me from today minister not only the word Minister the word and the spirit. Just this week. Therefore, let's get ready for some strange things to begin to happen in this house. I don't, I don't, I don't dream. So I don't, I don't encounter God too much through my dreams. When I do, it is very, very real. Receive the ministration of the spirit. You have received the ministration of the word. Now receive the ministration of the spirit. I release energy into your spirit. You were not able to pray, but from tonight, as you leave this place, the ability to pray enters your spirit. I say it enters your spirit. From tonight, begin to attract miracles, attract helpers, attract money, attract help, attract money, attract help. In the name of Jesus, let things begin to happen for you supernaturally. In the name of Jesus, 
Onko padiande sata. Lekuande katayandia sata. Peleto niande setea. In the name of Jesus. By the ministry of the Spirit. Paul says that to the Corinthian church. He says, did you receive what you receive? The miracles you receive. By the ministry of the Spirit. By the hearing of faith. Or was it by works? As you connect your faith with mine. Through these four days. Four days. The Lord will perfect something supernatural in your life. Something that will be a reference point in your life. That it happened during that conference. Don't take it as an ordinary conference. Take it as a time to meet with the supernatural hand of God. In Jesus name. It is done. I say it is done. I say it is done. From this month it is done. By the time this month is over, it is done. Whatever is not in place, I told you before, we will put it in place. It's called katatizo. We will refurnish you. We will put it in place. My dear, get up. I, want, I don't want you to give me charismatic hug, okay? Give me proper hug. I want to pray for you. Okay, good. You, you don't have anything in front of you, so... Just, just relax. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release into her body eternal life. Jesus, let everything that has been out of place be corrected. Now, let it be corrected. Everything, I release virtue into your life. Jesus, now, let your skeletal frame be corrected. Be corrected. Be corrected. Be corrected. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus. Let it enter your body. Mm. Jesus. Eternal life. Enter your body. Why should you carry God? And not be normal. Therefore, now I declare you are whole. You are whole. You are whole. In the name of the resurrected King, our Lamb that was slain in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for the offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let it go. Holy, hold our God, Jesus, they are the works of men. Savior, you are the Holy God. There is none like you. 